Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 668 of Cognitive Dissonance. Anything happen, big happen this week, Tom? Yeah, it just, you know, some minor, major upheaval <sighs> in the community. So, Jesus Christ. you know, we don't want to spend a lot of time on this. There's there's plenty of spaces where people can go and, and interact. Yeah. Um, but we do want to address the um, article that came out from Religion News Services um, with respect to sexual misconduct allegations by Andrew Torres. Yeah. Um, with respect to that situation... You know, it there's a feeling I think um, within our community that we're all personally connected, yeah. Because our shows exist within the same periphery, sure. right? And that is a fair but inaccurate understanding, right? So I just want to make clear um, from our side of the world that um, Andrew is somebody that we have worked with on a handful of fundraising events, and we've met him at a handful of conferences. Yeah, that's not the extent involved. of our relationship. We don't. We We've don't never talk. Had, yeah, we're, we're just not, like he's not. He's not our lawyer. He's, he's not our been, lawyer. He's never been part of our part of our group. He's not in our personal social circle. He's not our lawyer. We don't have a contract with him. He's not part of our company. Yeah, we don't work with him. He's not part of Citation Needed. He's never part. He's of not part of Cogdis. He's not part of. He's Cogdis. not part of Dear Old Dads. Yeah. So um, we have we have no we have no relationship with Andrew Torres. When we were approached by Aaron Rabinowitz uh, weeks ago. Um, with information about the sexual misconduct allegations, we offered help, including financial yeah. aid to those that were involved. Yeah. Um, we took it very seriously, and we we offered to help. Yeah, and 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 to add really quickly, like nobody came to us but Aaron. Right, like and Aaron came. To Aaron, us. Aaron is the person who came to us. Aaron to make came it known. to us, and as soon as he did, our response was, "What can, what we, do can we do to help?" Yep, and we helped him find resources and offered to pay for a lawyer. Yep. That's what we offered. So that was to do. that was the extent of our of our connection there. You know, that said, the situation itself is unacceptable. It is. Our community and every community deserves safe spaces that are inclusive for everybody. Agree. And to the extent that in any part of our community, not ours, hopefully not the Cogdis family, right? right? Yeah. Um, But, you know, to the extent that any community um, has become unsafe, that is a deeply tragic and unpleasant place to be in. And our hearts go out to everybody involved. I agree. You know, a couple years ago, we ran an event. Mm-hmm. We did the pizza party. We did. And we very intentionally, when we ran that, wanted to make sure it was a very safe space for people. For sure. And yep. we did our very best to make sure that it was a safe space. It's the only event that we ever ran, right? Yes. But we wanted, we actually yeah. went into we, it with yep. that idea that we wanted it to of be course. a very safe space for people. And so we recognize that this is a terrible situation. Um, but uh, like genuinely, this isn't a person who we're, we're, connected, we're to. connected to. Like yeah. we just aren't connected to him. 
You know, there's a thing called the segue. It gets you from one topic to the next one. You look into it. See, so I didn't, I almost didn't believe this story. I found it in a couple of places. This is, I'm going to actually read a big chunk of this article because you, you just have screen, to hear it. Florida panel recommends forcing student athletes to give students their menstrual history. Why? This is happening, guys. This is not like this is an onion article. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people when they talk about like the rise of just like dictatorships and fascism and terror and all that. They don't think it, but they should be thinking DeSantis. Oh, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, like, and 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 really, we should be thinking about it in a way that's like, it's a terror if he gets to be president in two oh, years. It, it, though, it, DeSantis as president would be as tragic or worse than Trump. He's a like he's we a cannot scary motherfucker. Yeah, we you cannot underestimate the horror that this country would fall under with a president DeSantis. Yeah. I think he is easily the most racist. He's terrifying. major politician. And he's the one who is boldly putting racist and shitty policies into place in just in the face of everyone yeah. he is, civilized in the world. Yeah, he's campaigning on his own racism. You're right, absolutely. He is campaigning on his own misogyny. He is campaigning on trying to galvanize the worst parts yes, of the right. The very worst parts. And, yes. and he's doing a good job. And I, that's I what makes him frightening. Yeah, there are people there. There's a there's a group of people there that fucking love him. He won. Yeah, man. You know, he didn't, he he didn't, didn't win not, by a little. He didn't, he didn't like eat right. by. No. The Florida High School Athletics Association is standing by its decision to require student athletes to give their schools detailed information about their periods, an unprecedented policy raising major concerns about privacy, the FHSAA announced in October it was changing its annual physical form. So when you're a student athlete, you, you got to go, you got to turn in a physical, right? Then basically the reason you have to turn a physical to the school is to say, I went to a doctor and they said I can play this sport and I'm not going to yeah, die, yeah, right? I'm yeah. not going to fucking drop right, dead. Right. That's the only extent that the school should fucking be involved, sure. right? But no. The form includes optional but detailed questions about students' menstruation cycles, including when they got their first period, when they had their most recent one, and how many weeks pass between each period. Previously, only one page of the paper form on which a pediatrician would sign off on a student being allowed to play. The only relevant information the school needs. What the fuck does the school need to know when these young ladies are having their fucking periods and how many days their typical cycle is and when their last period was? Their only reason to track that is nefarious. You cannot come up with a non-nefarious reason. Yeah, I don't know what the, the only reason you're tracking that is because you want to you want to know whether or not they're, you know, that they're pregnant or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like man. there's a there's a there's a there's a reason why you're doing it and it's not because you just like are curious. Right, that's a super you know? weird intimate information. That's such it's such and I know like I'm not I'm not swayed by the optional piece either, right? You put this on an official form and people feel compelled by the officialness, officialosity official laudness. Yeah, there you go. I got it. I that think time. that's the right word. <laughs> they, they, yeah, I don't know what the right word You're is. English <laughs> it's been a week, Cecil. I've had a long week. <laughs> My stress is very high. <laughs> I don't know what the right word is, but people feel compelled by the fact that it's on an official form. Sure, no. To fill it out. Yeah. And like, the fuck does a school administrator need yeah, to man. know when a fucking thirteen-year-old girl's last period was, and that it's twenty-nine days before her they between? Don't need to know like, that, shit. that is such intimate information. And they have like a really what is it, fifteen weeks there? 
15 week abortion is the is the limit I think there yeah. is that what it is You know that's what it's driving you know at that's what it's for I you mean you know come that on. that's what it's driving at it, this is this is a horror and you know you want to talk about the the right I don't even know if they beat this drum anymore I and and correct me if I'm wrong but for the longest time the right beat the drum of being the party of small government yeah and I actually don't know that they still beat that drum but if anybody was tempted to give that drum a thwack this day and age, I cannot see how you could say, well, look, we're the party of small government, but I want to know when your fucking 13-year-old daughter last had her fucking menstrual cycle. What, what could be more intimate? Yeah, man. I, I would not ask my closest female friends that information. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, like for You're real. You're right. You're right. I have, I have women in my life that I have been close friends with for 10, 15 years. There's no world. One, it's it's none of my fucking business. I wouldn't be curious sure, about it. I'm sure. not a weirdo. Yeah. But also, even if like something, something, that information is just too intimate for me to ask. And so to require it of teenagers, yeah. man, that's creepy. Are you going to put it on job applications now too? I Part of me wants everyone to just write it on everything. <laughs> on everything. On everything, Cecil. Everybody just walks around with those slashes and the thing it has on been it. it has zero been days since my last period since, or whatever. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this unbelievable time. Holy shit. What a fucking mess. It's what a, a misogynist It's a fucking nightmare. Mess. It's, it, but it's Florida, and you got to expect that. Yep. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Okay, can we change subject, perhaps? This story comes from Queerty. Creepy new details emerge about drag-hating Senator whose GOP colleagues mysteriously is, turned on her last week. This could have made the weird news segment. This, this could have. It's very close. This like, could have. It's really close. I actually thought the same thing. Let's it's really close. Again, same thing. Yeah. This is one of those, this is one of those that you got to just read because sure. it's so bizarre. Yeah. And I'll, I will actually miss details because I, it's just so fucking bizarre. So fr new details have emerged about Julie Fry Mueller, the anti-LGBTQ, ultra-conservative, rank-and-file Republican state senator from South Dakota, who was inexplicably stripped of her legislative power last week. Fry Miller's GOP colleagues voted to suspend her rights as an elected official and create a committee to investigate serious allegations lodged against her by an unnamed legislative staffer. At the time, no additional information was given as to why they were taking such extreme actions against one of their own. We now have a better idea. Then it launches in to this fucking bizarro world encounter. As it turns out, Fry Mueller allegedly offered unsolicited advice to a woman about breastfeeding her baby son that went beyond, way beyond what most people would consider appropriate workplace conversation. This is genuinely, guys, this is insane. I can't, I'm going to read you a story. Yeah, just read it. Just read it. Just, go, you, okay. go, go. In a statement released yesterday, the woman alleged, I was told by Senator Fry Mueller that my husband could suck on my breasts to get the milk to come in. <laughs> she indicated a good time for that is at night. But it doesn't stop there. Jesus, what do you what do you have like a you have like a Kickstarter on your back to get it all What? 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 Oh, I you know, and the best time for him to suck on your breasts would be at night. But look, if milk is gonna come in and that's the way you're going to get your milk to come in, I don't think the clock is the issue. You know? Oh, hey, hold on a minute. You know what? It'll only it'll only work. If it's, what are you, a gremlin? You can a, only suck on the titties <laughs> after, midnight? after midnight? What a weird conversation to have with someone in the first place, yes, right? right? Unsolicited conversation in the first place, but then to be like, by the way, 
I know this great way that it works. I know, look, look. And then you're just, the person is kind of looking quietly around the room to try to exit the conversation as quickly as possible. I'm not trying to purport to be a fucking lactation expert, right? Yeah. So like, maybe that works. I don't know. But I also know like, that's something you don't tell strangers. Hey man, you know what would help is if your husband sucked on your titties. That'd really, but it has to be after the sun is down. Yeah. What in the shit is that? That is the weirdest shit Ever. Maybe keep that to you. I don't even care if it works. Yeah. That's a weird keep it to yourself moment where you're like, well, you know, I'll let her doctor actually give sure, her advice sure. on how to fucking lactate. Oh, God. So weird. Apparently, Fry Mueller went on to a graphic demonstration <laughs> on how to do it. Okay, see, now that's where you're going. It's a D little too far. This is, this is a little too far. All too far. It doesn't stop there. Uh, she proceeded to provide hand gestures in her chest oh. area and motioned to her husband to see if he agreed. And he smiled and nodded like, yup, dems the titties. That's how you suck them. What the what? fuck? What? What? This is a congressperson in a state senate. As if that wasn't creepy enough, the woman also alleged that Fry Mueller warned her against having her baby son vaccinated, saying this will cause him issues, including giving him Down syndrome. You cannot get a vaccine which changes the number of chromosomes. It feels like a lot. That's like, yeah. vaccines aren't that powerful. It's fucking autism and causing him to die from these vaccines. Yeah. Then she alleged that feeding babies formula made them guinea pigs for big pharma and Ugh. warned the woman I that she was taking away God's gift of immunity from her son. So much. I cannot tell you how much Throw I hate Throw her in person. a fire. Well, here's the thing, man, like, like it gets weird, but then it's just like, and then it just falls into straight up boring conspiracy at the end. Yeah, it's man. just like, okay, yeah, this person is clearly a nutcase, but like the rest of it is just like, you're like, you're a senator. Where do you think the, you know, even I have to go through these weird workplace debt, like this is proper touching stuff. Right, yeah, right. I can't imagine, like, what do you click on, on the fucking downloadable compliance thing to be like, yes, yes, I can show someone how titties work or whatever well, at work. Well, well, yes, thank you. Like in my company, we have the same as your company. Right? There's like, there's sexual harassment and compliance right? and like ethics training. And like, yes, is it repetitive and, and self-evident? I always thought so, but clearly it isn't actually self-evident because a state, a senator, state senator is like, you know what would be really welcome? is some bizarre, insane world Jesus, advice. Man. This is people are getting elected. Yeah. They're getting elected. They're they're insane people and they show up and they win enough votes to be in charge of part of a state. That's these people are far too powerful for the messages that they have. Right? I agree. Look, look at some this is somebody that I would have thought, Cecil, when we started this show, when we started this show 15, 16 years ago, somewhere around there, I would have genuinely thought, all right, well, the world is weeding these people out, right? It felt like the world was beginning to weed those kind of people out. Not only has the world not weeded those people out, but those people are becoming more numerous and yeah. more powerful. Yeah, yeah. Being deeply, deeply wrong about like some of the easiest, most settled questions in scientific I know. history I know, man. is no longer disqualified. I know, it's, and these people get, they walk right in. They man, walk right in. Yep. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. This story comes from the New York Times. Forget pandemic puppies, meet the inflation chicken. <laughs> is it one of those wacky, waveable, inflatable chickens? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep inflating. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just, it's just got its like fucking yeah, wings right. be like wings flopping around. <laughs> shit, now big rubber eggs or oh, whatever. I would buy the shit out. Oh, I would buy the what. shit out of that and I would mic it or I would fucking, so it's just like, <laughs> or whatever sound. Is that what sound chickens make? Maybe. Sure. I actually right now don't remember Gobble what sound a chicken. Gobble that's, ghoul. That's yeah, the they're, they're, they're all yeah. soprano. Yeah, they're all soprano. That's all they make. When they sing, they're all soprano. I, <laughs> uh, so this, this story, this is one of those stories that like, there's a lot going on in this yeah. story, but you know, one of the th reasons why I wanted to talk about it was because of something that we were talking about a couple weeks ago where, you know, Bernie Sanders came out and said something like, you know, there's a bunch of these companies that are trying to profit off yep. of the avian flu yep. by raising their prices and not reporting any avian flu problems. And you know, this article, I think, you know, like very often what we've got to say is like, yeah, there's a lot of other factors, but one of the factors that needs to be addressed is corporate greed. Yeah. Like one, 100%, of, the one of the factors has to be corporate greed. I get it. You want to say, yeah, there's a problem with inflation and there's a problem with certain things that get spiked early in inflation and the way inflation works and when they raise this. And this yep. article goes into great detail yep. to tell you why the prices of eggs go up. But one of the things that you've got to focus on is the corporate greed that drives those prices. Yep. You know, it, it's at the same time that all this is happening, the major agricultural companies that, that are in charge of and selling the eggs that are produced, they are reporting record profits, record profits. So what they try to blame this on is, oh, our expenses went up. Well, if your expenses go up, your revenue needs to go up. But if your expenses, like, let's say you make on every carton of eggs in the world before, right? In the before times, a carton of eggs, 18 eggs was about $1.99. Yeah. Now, locally for us, now the New York Times reports the number way lower than what I can buy sure. eggs for, right? Yeah, no. Now, I bought eggs literally yesterday for $6 for 18 eggs and I got the cheapest, like, sure. not yeah. good eggs, yeah. right? You'd spend eight, $9 now on 18 eggs, right? Yes. So it's, it's it, the prices have gone from $2, well past four into six. They've increased just dramatic. Yes. But if you had an acceptable profit line on a dollar 99 of say a dollar, let's say your margin was 50%. What companies are doing now is they're raising their prices as their expenses go up to preserve not their profit, but their margin. Yeah. And when they do that, their total profit in whole dollars goes through the roof. Yeah. Because if you were making 50% profit on $2, you made a dollar. And that was an acceptable business strategy. Now, instead of saying, well, now we got to charge $3 to make a dollar. Now they're saying, well, we'll charge $3 to make a dollar 50. And they've made 50% exactly. more. Now they're charging $6 to make $3. They're preserving the margin side of the equation. Yeah, yeah. And we're letting them do it. Yeah. And we're letting them blame it on expenses, right? Yeah. We're, let, we're listening as if it's real to this bullshit argument where they say, well, you know, our expenses, labor costs have gone up. Fine. Yeah. Okay. But you are preserving your margin. Yes. You are not preserving your initial dollar value profit line. And when you preserve your margin, you're raising the prices well in excess of what you yeah. need to. Yeah. That's fucking, that, that's grifting. Yeah. That's just it's literally stealing. grifting. It's literally grifting. And 
you know, the problem is, is that, is that we don't have any way to prevent them from doing this. There's I, nothing, crazy. there's nothing in the government that stops them from doing this. All the things that might've stopped them was probably taken out in the eighties, right? It was right. probably all taken out in the eighties and seventies to stop them from doing this. And yep. so what we have is we have this system that keeps on revving itself up. You know, I think about labor in the sense that I think about like when people, when, when companies complain about, you know, workers missing work and you're like, you guys don't staff well enough. Right. That's not on the workers who yep. miss work. That's, you know, it's natural for someone to miss work. It yep. is a natural thing that yep. happens yep. and should be expected. But what happens is, is we are tragically understaffed in this country. Yep. We, we build the, we build every company. And part of this, we've talked about this before. Part of this is because it's all bullshit if a company exists in order to produce a quarterly uh, yes, stock, yeah, right, stock game, right. right? So companies are incentivized not for long-term success, but for short-term success, yeah. which means that they are structurally required to produce profits at an increasing level year over year. Every company, if you made a billion dollars last year, you can't make a billion dollars this year. Your company didn't grow. Yeah. Inflation cuts into the value of that billion dollars. Now a billion dollars is a less acceptable term. You now have to produce a billion and five dollars yeah. or whatever the dollar value is, right? So companies are, we've, we've, we've created this incentive structure, which makes it impossible for companies to be beholden to these shareholders and to produce quarterly profits and to not look at long-term success and to do all of that at the expense of the worker. We, your point is exactly right. When you staff a business, what everybody does is what's the minimum number of people I can have yeah. to get the job done. Yeah. And then if somebody gets sick, what we'll do is just overwork everybody else yeah. or their work will while they're gone How? or their work will stack up. Yep. Right. Exactly. When you want to go on vacation, I know when I don't want to go on vacation, I've got to do two or three weeks worth of work if I want to take a single week off. Yeah. Because when I come back, all that work that piled up during that week, I've got to now do that. So I've got to catch up. So if I don't get ahead before I leave, I'm really behind when I come back. And that's natural for so many people in yep. this country. And I work a, a salary job, right? right? What about those people who get stuck on like a shift? And, you know, you, you read all this stuff nowadays about how managers nowadays are not, they're, they're making these people who work for them do this work of being a manager to find people to cover and mm -hmm. all that. Yep. I mean, it's like, it's like such a mess that we've created and, and, and we let corporations get away with it all the time. You, you know, you should have people who are ready to go. That should, there should be enough people on your staff. So that should never happen. Yep. So that your, your, your business runs seamlessly. And if you just so happen that you paid somebody a little extra and they didn't, they weren't working their ass off while they were doing it because you overstaffed a little, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay because you were ready for a problem that didn't occur and that's not, that's good. But if you if you always are understaffed, the problem will occur and you're going to be fucked or at least your workers. Well, that's the thing is that, is that you are probably at the higher levels, you're probably not fucked, right? Yeah, you'll be fine. You're fine because the pressure comes, yeah. pushes down to the bottom. Yep. There, you know, it's also the case that more and more, and I know this is like, these are more privileged jobs, but more and more when you do leave the office, you don't have nine to five hours or nine to six yeah. hours or nine, yeah. because you have a cell phone, you have email, and you're expected at all times, day and night, to at the very least be monitoring that, right? And when you go on vacation, I, I will raise my hand. When I go on vacation, 
I 100% have to bring my company phone and I 100% need to check that phone every day. Sure. I have to I so have to check email too. How on vacation are you if you are still yeah. beholden yeah. at every time? Oh, so I got to get right. I got to do my prep before I'm gone. I got to, when I'm gone, still be a little yep. Still tethered. be available. You I might have, have to, to take a, a phone call. Still have to, oh, you know what? This is actually important. I got to check my email away. throughout right. the day. I might have to take a phone call. I may have to go online and change something online. Right. Do you travel with your computer? I do. Every See? single time I have to because yep. someone's going to call me from the office and be like, I can't fix this thing. You need to fix it. Right. And then I got to fix it. Right. And those are, to be very clear, those are privileged jobs, yeah. right? The work creep has has really like reached its fucking arms around everybody. Everything. We the, the average American work week, last time I looked, which was a while ago, and it's probably worse now, is over 45 hours sure. a week. Yeah. People are getting fucked. They are just absolutely getting fucked on all sides yeah. by this. And part of the problem, I, and I, I don't even know, like, this is like this fucking pipe dream shit, but like, why the fuck can we buy stock in companies? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it really, it's like, why, it's so, what is this created that it benefits us? It doesn't. It only benefits the very ultra rich. And right. I will say this too, like, like you look at the profit margin on all these companies and then you look at how hard the workers are working. Yeah, man. You know, and you know, not being able to get sick days, not being able to take a day off, and these companies are making record profits. Crazy, and profits. that's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. And this, and the egg thing is that you know, like I know that we sort of jumped off a little bit talking about yeah. labor a little bit on the egg thing, but really, genuinely, corporate greed is the source of a lot of problems in this country, and it needs to be addressed. It, it does because you know, and a corollary to the egg thing is that when gas prices were at their peak. So were oil profits. Yep, yep. No, you're absolutely right. You're so absolutely right. So it's not right. like you can't listen to them. I just want to iterate this point. You cannot listen to them when they tell you that the reason for inflation, when the reason you are paying more at the pump or at the grocery store, the reason is not, oh, avian flu. The reason is not, uh, you know, the supply chain problems. None of those reasons are real as long as corporations are raking in record profits. Meaning if they've made more money than ever before, then the problem is not an expense yeah. side problem. Yeah. yeah, It's not. They're lying yeah. and they are stealing yeah. from us. Yeah. So if that happens, we lose. This story also from the New York Times. Republicans assail vaccine and mandates with misleading claims. We should just read their claims here real quick and then read the... the Absolutely. So Dr. Walensky, the CDC director, said in August of 2021, quote, what they can't do, they being the vaccines, what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. The CDC's own website says right now the vaccine does nothing for transmission, zero. Yet that was the whole basis of the vaccine mandate. Well, not really. That was Representative, what, Chip Roy? Representative Chip, Chip Roy, Roy. Republican. Chip Roy. Chip Roy. That's a fake name. <laughs> it sounds like It sounds like one of those ice cream cones that you like, if you oh. eat it all, you get it for free. Oh, Like it's yeah. the Chip Roy, the Chip King. Hey, welcome into Big Ted's. If you can eat the entire <laughs> Chip Roy, you and your family eat free. They serve it to you in like one of those little sinks. Or right. <laughs> a Chip Roy contains a gallon and a half of Rocky Road ice cream smothered in ooey, gooey, hot fudge and caramel topped you know, with pralines and nuts. There's nothing the that gets Chip me- Roy. There's nothing gets me more gross than the overeating competitions. Like oh. I get so so Dude. grossed out by that. I just like, it makes me crazy. I can't watch those. I can't, like when those people do like the chowing down compositions, I'm just like, I'm like that guy from fucking Stand By Me. I'm ready to throw up on the audience. Yeah, dude, that shit is, 
appalling. It really is. And it is also like, it is this like weird cultural like horror yeah. where it's like, it's like, oh, look, people are hungry. I'm eating so much food. I'm sick. It's, and I'm doing it as a competition. It feels so uniquely American. It feels <laughs> so much like a fuck you. They should hold it. really it. does. Like the only thing that would make it worse is like holding it in front of a soup kitchen. I know, right? You know what I mean? Like it, that's what it feels like. It feels like, it's like those people, those people who make those videos where they just dump a bunch of shit on the counter and then they mix it up with their hands. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Oh, I want to yeah. just walk in and just slap every person in that video and just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, uh, like, oh, I made this in my toilet. I'd be like, you should go in your toilet. <laughs> That's where you belong. Anyway, Chip anyway, Roy. Anyway, back to the Chip, Chip Roy. Chip Roy says. Gooey, gooey, <laughs> fudge. Uh, so Mr. Rafoy is, Mr. Roy, I almost called him Mr. Chip Roy. Mr. Mr. Roy, Chip Roy. I'm calling him Mr. Chip yeah, Roy. Yeah, do it, do it. Mr. Chip Roy is referring to and cherry picking comments made cherry by picking, Rochelle Walensky. Huh? Cherry picking you put right, it right on top. top. You pick the cherry <laughs> and then you pick it right up. <laughs> the director of the CDC, about the agency's <laughs> guidance on COVID-19 vaccines as well as the rationale. In August of 21, when a surge in COVID cases caused by the most infectious Delta variant prompted the CDC to encourage people to wear masks in public again, Dr. Walensky appeared on CNN to explain the updated guidance. Asked about breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated people who nonetheless catch the virus, Dr. Walensky stressed the importance of inoculation despite the fact that the vaccines did not appear to prevent breakthrough infections. They said, quote, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta. With regard to severe illness and death, they prevent it. But what we can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So they're, they're, they're skipping the whole part about how the vaccine makes it so much fucking safer so much if safer. you catch COVID. And, and, and this, is, this is where people use these very selective terms to get around like what it really does to try to make it out. Like, and, 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 and Tom, we have people, senators, who are now trying to say vaccines are so unsafe, I'm going to tell you yeah. that the CDC, I mean, like what the sweet fuck is going on? They're trying the to kill us. They are. They're literally like- They're like, literally this trying is, to kill you. We're still like, this is making me fucking nuts. We are, we are on the verge of rolling back the emergency declaration. Yeah. The COVID emergency declaration. For some context, the September 11th, 2001 terrorist emergency declaration is still in effect. Is it really? It is still in effect. No kidding. No kidding. Wow. You know how many people died fucking 9-11? 3,000. Yeah. We're still losing 500 people a day. Yeah. It's 9-11 every six days. Yeah. Right now, yeah. based on our current numbers sure. from this morning. Sure. And we're just like, yeah, you know what's over? Yeah. The fucking yeah, man. We, we We are opening ourselves up to a world of continued hurt. And yeah. this causes people who are on the periphery, people who are immune compromised, they are going to live forever in the margins yeah. because we can't get our shit together. Yeah, we, because senators are like, hey, you know what the vaccines do? They give you double autism monkey AIDS or whatever fucking is, horrible is like, claims the these thing monsters is, is these make. monsters will get up there and they'll say this terrible shit. And they know that this is 100% winning them voters. Yeah, man. There's so many uneducated and undereducated people in this country that they're all willing to throw away their health to like win an argument yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They are willing to immediately, without any proof whatsoever, blame something on the vaccine, yep. right? Immediately, without any proof whatsoever. That should tell you everything you need to know mm -hmm. about their methodology. That yeah, should man. tell you 
everything you need to yep. know because they don't know anything. The only thing they're trying to do is confirm their biases as soon as possible and they have no proof to back it up. And the thing is like, think about this as a true thing for politicians, right? If they are willing to weaponize the vaccine for votes, that means they are comfortable with killing a non-zero number of people to keep their job. Yeah. How many people would you kill to keep your job? I would kill zero people. <laughs> Jesus, man. That is a true statement. I know, though. I know, like man. That they I are know. willing to say, I know. I will, there is a there is a non-zero no, number of people they, that I'm willing to let die. There are many of these politicians that you know for sure are double vaxxed, triple vaxxed, Fucking 100% right, man. vaxxed up as often as they can get it. And they are they are lying to their constituency yep. while and they're getting the poke. blowing this up as much as they possibly can yep. just for votes. And that's despicable. I will say too. I just noticed this the other day. I was looking to see what the COVID vaccine thing is now. Anybody can get another vaccine if you haven't got it in two months. I, I went on there and like, oh, really? I, I did my thing and I was like, yeah, I didn't get one in two months. And they didn't ask me any other questions. Oh, really? I so they didn't ask one. any other questions. So you could just go there and just say, hey, this was a thing. <laughs> I'm actually going on a trip this summer. Yeah. And I'm planning on getting it like, a month and a half before I leave. Yeah, I think that's wise. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to get it a month and a half before I leave so that six weeks in, I'm at my highest immunity that I can be. Sure. And then hopefully I don't get sick while I'm on vacation. Yeah. You know? I think that's wise. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's why we're, we're in a place where a constant vigilance and a constant, like a regular vaccination yeah. schedule may be required. Yeah. Because this shit is still circulating. I will. I will. If they say you can get it every two months, I might get it four or five times a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, Why not? It I, that's not, it's not, the, 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 let me tell you that COVID is terrible and the effects of long COVID have been shown to be really genuinely terrible. Horrible. So if I can avoid it at all costs, I will. Yeah, man. Same. Hey, hey, Psst. over here. Hey, hey, did you forget Valentine's Day? Well, I got you, okay? Because when you go to adamandeve.com and use code GLORY, you get half off almost any one item. Now, I know, did you order something overseas, but it got shot down by the U.S. Navy? I got you. Use code GLORY at adamandeve.com. Because when you do, not only do you get the 50% off thing that I mentioned you know, a second ago, you get three free gifts, one for you and, and maybe you and, and you again, or you could share it with people. It's fine. Uh, and also, six free spicy movies. I mean, you like the spicy... You like, <clears throat> don't, don't talk too loud. You like the spicy movies, especially on Valentine's Day. You know, you dip those movies in some chocolate and damn, boy, you got a stew going or something. Never mind. Uh, and also free shipping. So that's free. That, that's, that's like love already. We're giving you just some love to, to you. Uh, so go, go to adamandeve.com and use code glory, you know, just in case you forgot to do the ad. I mean, forgot to get uh, a, a Valentine's Day gift, you know, last minute kind of situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like 10 p.m. before this episode is supposed to go up. No, it's, it, it's, it's, I mean, till Valentine's Day, you should go to adamandeve.com and use code glory. Psst, okay. That, so do that. Thanks dip it in some chocolate today. You know what I mean? Just sometimes dip whatever you got in some chocolate. I'm sure somebody's going to eat it off or something that, you know, don't sit there too long with the chocolate. That's probably not good for you, but just use code glory. It's fine. Jesus, what's 
This story comes from religiondispatches.org. Behind the inclusive-sounding ads of this $100 million PR blitz for Jesus, it's the same old conservative Christian yeah. fantasy. These the, You probably haven't seen these. You don't watch commercials. No. Uh -uh. So Have you seen them? Yeah, so I see these all the time <laughs> because I watch sports. Right, right. yeah, so, so you're exposed I, to commercials. I see it all the time. And I, you know, funny enough, I don't watch all the commercials in between. What I do is, as soon as the commercials come on, I normally skip because I watch sports in arrears. Mm -hmm. I wait two hours and then start the thing so I don't have to sit through the commentary. I don't know. I, when I watch a football game, I have a 30 second skip on my controller. It's amazing for football, Tom, because they hike the ball, they throw it down the field, guy gets tackled. I press 30 second skip. They are back at the line, oh. ready to hike the ball again. And so it, the guy says two or three numbers, hikes the ball, the next play happens. As soon as he gets tackled, I hit skip and it does it again. So you can fast forward I a game? essentially fast forward the whole game and I can watch every snap until they get to, you know, when they're, when they're trying to go no huddle, which is, uh, they normally take longer than 30 so seconds. So toward the end of the or game. Or shorter than 30 seconds. So it's normally very fast. So I can't, I can't do it all the way through the game, but I can do it through most of the game. So how fast can you watch a game? In about an hour and 15 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. So I can just, what is it like three hours yeah, normally? Yeah, it's three hours normally. So I can normally watch in about an hour, hour and 15. Um, it's a little longer because, you know, um, it's it's an hour long. You would if if you just cut out all the stuff and you just ran the clock or whatever, it would be an hour because it's a fifteen minute periods. But it would you know I could I could finish in about an hour or hour and fifteen minutes. In any case, these commercials will come on when I skip through the commercials. So I skip one, two, three, four normally, uh -huh. and that's normally not enough to get through. But sometimes it is, and I'll catch a commercial once in a while. Right, and I'm getting these commercials where it's like this high production value thing and their their message in here is yes that Jesus or Jesus is the answer basically is what they're saying and the the commercials Tom very much feel progressive I know they're not yeah, progressive right, right? But they have that feel to them but they have that feel to them and they do things they say weird shit like Jesus was an immigrant and you're just like and I, like it, it catches, catches your, your attention, attention. Yeah. you're like wait a minute, I don't hear a lot of Christians talking like that. Right. But these are definitely done by people, I think, trying to reach a more progressive yep. audience with a progressive message. And they are hardcore Christian groups that are normally very conservative, but they will take what they can get. Yeah, well, the article indicates that this is financed by the Koch brothers yeah. or Koch brother. I think there's one dead now. So the Koch <laughs> the Coke, people. The Koch guy. And it's it seems from like he's the not my coke guy. He's a different. He's a coke guy, but he's it's not, just a polar bear. Just it's just a, financed by a by a polar bear. I think of a different kind of coke, Tom. But sure, yeah. So, I always think about that guy who's sort oh, of humming in the corner, ah, bouncing around a lot. Yeah, who's always like, "Hey, man, you want to do a bump? You want to do a bump? You want to do a bump?" Anyway, so like, and what they've what they've indicated is like, yeah, like we want to bring them in, and then we'll essentially indoctrinate them into the hard right. Yeah. So it makes sense, right? Like. It, let's appeal to them at the level that they're at. Let's appeal to them on these values that they hold. And then we'll get them to accept this messaging. And then we'll just shift the window on them. Yeah. And that's fucking scary. A hundred million dollar effort to do this is to get people who have progressive values to, that are also susceptible to the, you know, messaging of Christianity to say, Oh, well, welcome in, welcome in. We also have that message. And then as soon as you get here, what we're going to do is we're going to immediately start to 
shift and indoctrinate, shift and indoctrinate, yeah, yeah. bring you further right, yeah, bring you further yeah. right. They're not going to be influenced by an, a, a migrancy of left-leaning thought into their organization, right? That's what's not going to happen. What they're absolutely going to do is bring you in and shift you right. Yeah. And bring you in and yeah. shift you right. Yeah. And that is fucking awful. That is fucking awful. And to use the values that people have and to sort of like use their values as a way to wedge their way into the door of your heart in order to then change your heart. Holy shit, is that me? Yeah, man, it is. It is. And this is this is one of those things too, like, you know, they, they wreck. I mean, I feel like football feels like the place where they want to be. Yeah. Because there was so much. Do you remember how much pushback there was just from a guy kneeling down? Yeah, man. You Football know, is like I their, mean, you yeah. know, when, when I went to go see the That's Bulls. That's the real church. I went to go see the Bulls recently. I, I had tickets to go see the Bulls. My wife got them for me for Christmas. We went to there. And we went on Martin Luther King Day. So mm -hmm. it was the day before Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, right? Okay. Yeah. And we went in and they had a ceremony and all kinds of stuff. It was really very excellent. And they sang the Black National Anthem, something I had no idea I didn't existed, even know it existed. Right? Yeah. Very cool. It was really wow. interesting. Never heard of uh, it. Raise Every Voice, I think is what it's called. Huh. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's Raise Every Voice is what it's called. But in any case, this is, this is a, a, you know, this is a, a, it's a progressive and it also is a person of color audience. There's a right. lot of per, people of color that watch basketball and that enjoy basketball. And then, you know, like the game is, the, the crowd is very diverse. It's right, just right. a diverse crowd. And I think it's more, I think, I don't feel like they, sh I see these nearly as often as I see them with football. Football has this, I mean, you saw the kind of yeah. stuff that happened when somebody, you know, a black guy knelt down yeah, and right. they flipped their shit, yeah, man. man. They went crazy. And I think there is a lot of God guns and, you know, yeah. whatever in the, in, in. Football is football. the American rights sport. It really feels yeah. like it is. And so they are, they know this market and they're going for it. But what surprises me is the progressive message. That's what surprises me. Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a false message yeah. because the, the money behind it mm -hmm. is a lie. Yep. They are, they are, the money behind it is all about anti-immigration. It's all yeah. about funding politicians that are anti-immigration and anti-gay and anti-inclusive. And so it's just a big fucking lie. And they're just lying to these people but, you know, if you make it slick enough, I don't know. I mean, a commercial for Jesus. A commercial for Jesus. It's a commercial for Jesus. For Jesus. And the, the campaign is, he gets us. Yeah. He gets, he gets us. us. I actually want to read from the chat in here because the, the chat will really, like, articulate this. So one of, the, one of the journalists that was involved posed as somebody who was opposing this message as being anti-woke in order to sort of, like, get the Just real message see. out. Yeah. Like, see, so, and so if you scroll down. Yeah, sure. There's messaging in here um, where somebody, the, one of the journalists is posing as, as somebody complaining about this. They say, I worry people might get the wrong idea too. Like your video on your website makes Jesus sound like BLM or Antifa. Doesn't that start people off on the wrong foot? BLM is Antichrist. So shouldn't we keep Jesus as far away from that as possible? So that's the Poe, right? That's the guy. He's just fucking, he's just trying to. He's trying to get them to expose yeah. the real agenda. Yeah. And he says, and the, and the response is, I honestly couldn't say either way. I don't believe that our ad is meant to make Jesus sound like BLM or Antifa. As sure as heck he was not. Rather, it's our hope that those sorts of people would engage us 
in order to be radically transformed by Jesus. Yeah. He's saying there, look, I get it. That's not actually our message. We're just using it. The goal is to get people in the door and then we will radicalize them. Yeah. They might call it radically transformed by Jesus, but that is radicalizing. Yes. That's what that yes. is. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So the story comes from Mediaites. Media, media. Immediate. 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 <laughs> Footage of Paul Pelosi attack should dispel conspiracy theories, but it won't. Did you watch it? I didn't. Did you watch it? I did. I did not watch it. Dude. I did want to see someone get hit by a hammer. Holy I shit. I felt weird by it. Holy shit, dude. It, it, first off, you know, trigger warning. If you, if you are like triggered by violence, do not watch this video. It is terrifying. Oh, it is so pants shittingly terrifying. You know, Paul Pelosi smartly figured out a way to coded call 911. I, I read right? the transcripts. He coded so call, smart. He swiftly, codedly, yep. coded call. And then he said he wanted to get something to drink, right? So that's how yep, he could right. call, right? So he's holding a glass of water in his hand. And this guy is standing there with a hammer. And when they open the door, everybody looks surprised except for Paul. Right. The guy behind that door who has the hammer is like, what the fuck? Right. And then the people outside are like, what's going on? And you could sort of feel like Paul is like, I am safe now. Right, yeah. I was terrified a few seconds ago. I wasn't sure I was going to survive this. I am safe now. And that's when the dude just lunges at him. And you don't see the hit. Oh, God. But okay. what you hear oh. after it's over is Paul just sounding like he's going into a seizure. Oh, God. Like it's that yeah, bad. Right. And they didn't, they, they couldn't stop it. It was too fast. As right. soon as, as soon as he sees the police and there's like a moment of recognition, this guy turns to go after him. Paul tries to grab the hammer and he can't and he gets walloped in the face with it. And so oh, they both God. fall down. You don't see it. It's off camera, but it is terrifying to watch. It seriously looks like a serial killer. Like yeah. it's terrifying. Oh, my God. And the problem is, is that Paul gets the his house broken into in the middle of the night. You know, Trump is out there saying they were breaking uh, out, not in, right? Even though there's video of them breaking in, people are saying, oh, that person was trying to break out of the house because they're Paul Pelosi's gay lover or whatever. Because they want to yeah, like, it's, they want to slander this guy right. somehow because which, that's how they think they can slander right. him. Which like- None of that is true, right? Yeah. The, the guy was actually politically motivated, which they don't want to acknowledge. They don't but I also just him. want to back up yeah. and say, even if that was his gay lover, that doesn't mean he should be mocked for being beaten with a hammer. Beaten with a hammer. So right. like, like it just tells right. you everything right. about the fucking valueless right. monsters. The vindictiveness and the awfulness right? of that. Yeah. What does this say about like how they view gay people? Yeah. Gay people oh. should get hit by hammers. Yeah. Gay people attack other people. Yeah. It doesn't matter if gay people are beaten. Yeah. Like, just even if you accept, and we should, so but even many if you accepted their message. about that. Right. You just can't, you can't even count them all. They're just right. gross and disgusting. And, you know, immediately people were talking about this conspiracy theory that they were, you know, that yeah. they were entangled. That they were concocting. And that was the problem. That was the issue. That was what was going on. And I mean, they're, they're talking about it on Fox News. Yeah, man. This isn't- Tucker Carlson This isn't people like on. some, you know, yeah. fucking weird- no show crazy thing yeah. on bit shoot. Nope. This is main network television yep. where people are like, no, this could have been different. And in fact, there's another story that's attached to this, Tom, 
Elon Musk tweeted yeah. while this was going on. Yep, I remember this. Elon Musk tweets out. He says, there's a tiny possibility there may be more to this story than meets the eye, and it's about Paul Pelosi. Yep, and it's it's from some garbage nothing, right? Yeah. It's from smobserved.com. Yeah. The awful truth, Paul Pelosi was drunk again and in a dispute, and it's, it's trying to pin the blame on the victim, yes. right? Yes. Rather than to acknowledge that we have... So yeah. radicalized the right yeah. in this country that time and time and time again, people on the fucking right are attacking other human beings and trying to kill yes. them yes. for politically yes. motivated reasons yes. because the right is so far out of control. And what happens here is, you know, you remember that old statement? It's like, you know, they print the retraction on page 10 or whatever. You know that old, yeah. that oh, old, yeah. yeah, uh -huh. old, yeah that old statement. Yeah. That's what this is. That's what this, this is. Yeah. This, this retraction, he says he apologized when somebody says, somebody says, idiots on the left want Elon Musk to apologize for Pelosi. For what? It is still a questionable and bizarre situation between two men in their underwear. No, it's not true. No. One of them was in their underwear because he was, because someone was broke asleep. into his house. And it says, nonetheless, and now first off, Saying nonetheless right. means you acknowledge yes, it does. that this is weird, right? Yep. That's a, first off, don't say nonetheless. Because you grant the position. You're saying I I kind of agree, but I still right. apologize. And that's bullshit, it right? It is bullshit. But he apologized for it. And then they asked, what are you apologizing for? And he posts this, this tweet that basically says, yeah, I apologize for it. But really, genuinely, this is a thing that's just, it stirs itself up yep. on that side and they just fucking freak out about this. Yeah, thing. man. And there was there was an attack. There was that guy like last week or the week before, I can't even remember anymore. I, they're just so they who, blend together. Right, who who was who was targeting Democratic yeah. uh, um, uh politicians who's trying to like kill them and like we are at a place where now where you know you got you got Alex Jones and Pizzagate and you've got QAnon and you've got the fucking pipe bomber pipe bomber and you've got yeah. this fucking guy we have an endless string yeah. of right-wing terrorism sure right yeah and our politicians kidnapping our, the governor yes and, yeah, yeah. Kid, trying I mean, to kidnap we whatever. can go through you literally we could finish the night. show today right and talk about individual instances of that and we would not get them all we wouldn't get them we all. wouldn't We'd get forget them all. some the, the right has become so violent in yeah. their rhetoric, so yes. dismissive yes. of reality, so absolutely willing to rewrite history as we live it. Yes. As we fucking live it. It is absolute 1984 doublespeak. And that is like, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, but that's what that terminology is. To rewrite history as you live it. Yeah. That is literally what is happening when an event occurs like Paul Pelosi who is a man broke into his home looking for Nancy Pelosi, looking for the fucking Speaker of the House in order to break her knees. We know that because that's what he fucking said. When that happens and that man gets attacked and immediately the right spins that and denies that reality of what happened, that is fucking absolutely doublespeak. Yeah. That is a rewriting of history in the present. For anyone to think that Vladimir Putin... F fucking hell, you know, dude. Tom this, this is what? a callback, but then also like, like, so here's the thing. We remember when he was over in wherever he was and he was talking, Putin was next to him. Do you remember this when yeah. he was talking? Uh -huh. Oh yeah, and I then remember. And yeah. Somebody asked him and he said, no, I believe this guy over I my own. I looked into his fucking his I, eyes I looked at his eyes and I, I believe him more than I believe my own, my own yeah. security. This KGB yeah. spy yeah. really fooled he me. Really, into he really pulled one over me. In oh. any case, Trump said this out loud, but now he's doubling down on his stupid, yeah, right? Like even if you're you you think 
this guy never writes anything down. He always speaks extemporaneously. Yep. You know, sometimes he's a dimwit and he says dumb shit. And, you know, there it is. But look at how many times he's said dumb shit and then he has doubled down, tripled down, yep. quadrupled down. Everything down. Look at, yep. look at a circle. Like, I mean, a fucking weather map where he has to draw a circle on it <laughs> to show that he's not wrong yep. Yep. about it going, continuing on. It's literally drawn on. There's nobody in the audience who doesn't see that you did that with a sharp. It's the most clear thing. And now- and now we have Trump make shocking comments. There's nothing shocking anymore no. about trusting Putin over U.S. intelligence lowlifes. Yeah. Unless you think that's out of context, here's what he truthed. Remember in Helsinki when a third-rate reporter asked me essentially who I trusted more, President Putin of Russia or our intelligence lowlifes? My instinct at the time was that we had really bad people in the form of James Comey, McCabe, whose wife was being helped out by Crooked Hillary while Crooked was under investigation, Brennan, Peter Stroke, whose wife is at the SEC, and his lover, Lisa Page. Now add McGonagall and other slime to the list. Who would you choose, Putin or these misfits? Who's in charge of who's hiring? Well, you know what I mean? Like, like these are your guys. Right. These are your guys. Like, like look, man. If James Comey won you the election, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like James Comey has literally absolutely. won you the did election. He, even get he never got rid of McCabe, did he? I don't even remember, man. I don't, I don't know. know. It's a fucking revolving I, the, door. The so. number of people that he got rid of and how fast, like, I don't even know. But like, also the idea that anybody would be like, you know what? I trust Putin. Putin, a man who said, I'm not going to invade a Ukraine until the moment he invaded Ukraine. A man who's single-handedly attempting to wipe out a nation of people with terroristic attacks against their domestic civilian population. And we're going to be like, yeah, I trust him more it's than somebody so who's on the other side of my political aisle. It's so embarrassing that there's so many people in this country that are like, he's a great negotiator and he's obviously God. won over by a guy who you couldn't trust him as far as you could throw him. Right. I, and he's proven time and time and time again that, yes. he's, that he's not telling you the truth and that he's trying to right. manipulate you and he's trying to trick you. Putin is an actual monster. Yeah. He will be remembered by history Absolutely. as one Absolutely. of the worst monsters Absolutely. in history, yeah. right? He's a, I mean, the, the, the number of fucking dead on his watch is unbelievable. And the violence that he's willing to perpetrate against the Ukrainian people for his own political ends is staggering. And the idea that in the midst of that actual existential war for the fucking fate of another sovereign nation, the former president and actual contender for the next president is like, I trust that guy. Yeah. If, if he wins, our support for Ukraine vanishes overnight. Yeah. Oh, if no. He, you're absolutely he right. Will, he you're will, on a silver right. platter, yeah. licking Putin's balls while he does it, he will hand right. Ukraine you're to Russia. You're absolutely right. And, and I would be terrified to be in Ukraine at that point because it's terrible. I mean, it's just yep. genuinely terrible. Yeah, it'll be a bloodbath. If if Russia takes Ukraine yeah. and seizes it and holds it, the, the reprisals, and we know this because yeah. the towns that they grabbed, the towns that they grabbed control of, the human rights abuses in those towns were fucking legion and they're documented and they're on film and it's not like conspiratorial like they rape and summarily execute and torture people they found like i don't want to get too gross but like in the new york times they found boxes of teeth that had been pulled from prisoners they are 
torturing the civilian Jesus population. Jesus Christ, dude. The, the horrors that they're perpetrating cannot be overstated. They can't be. Good Lord. So if they take Ukraine, yeah, man. the Ukrainians yeah. will suffer unbelievable misery. It's a, it's a disaster as it is. And then, and then this guy has been, and he was for the whole time he was in. Yeah. Was was doing whatever they wanted. He was a fucking lapdog. It was it was gross. Yeah, he's a fucking lapdog. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't trust the people that he's in charge of hiring and firing right. shows you all you need to know about his his capability. Yep. I mean, he's literally instead of replacing them with the best people, he just insults them on his right. social media platform. That's it. That's all he. That's does. all he can do. Yeah. That's all that he can do. Ooh, that's racist. Also from the New York Times, the college board strips down its AP curriculum, its advanced placement, for African-American studies. The official course looks different from a previous draft. No more critical race theory in the study of contemporary topics like Black Lives Matters is optional. Also, there's another part that they added something new. Black conservatism is now added uh, as well. So this is... a. Uh, uh, after heavy criticism from Governor Ron DeSantis, Tom. Yeah, yeah this is a fuck. This is black erasure. That's exactly That's what, what this is. is. That's exactly it. This is, a, Governor DeSantis yeah. is intentionally going through a process of structural black erasure. That is what he, what, because, you know, think about an AP class as a class for those internationalists. That's an advanced placement class. They're offered in high school, typically in the junior and senior year. And if you take an advanced placement class, after you take it, you take a test. If you get a certain score on the test, you get a credit that transfers over into college, right? So this is an opportunity to teach students about the black experience. That's what this is, about, about African-American history. That is an important, we, we need more of this, right? We need, white people in particular should be spending an enormous amount of our time in history trying to understand the experiences of minorities that we have oppressed in this country to understand the reality of how our country structurally performs yeah. and was built. And we don't do that. And to like go through the curriculum and to then sanitize it to make the curriculum acceptable to like bigots like Ron DeSantis it just strips all the meaning and the value from this. He is, he is, I mean, like, this is so hateful. Yeah. It's such a hateful position. And it's so obvious and so unbelievably racist. It's so But racist. what it is, is it's winning points yeah, with man. a group of yep. people in this country because there are so many people. I mean, you know, you ask somebody and they'll say, you know, who's the most hated group? And they'll be like, oh, it's white guys. Those are the most oh, yeah. hated group. Like you, you can yep. ask so many people oh, and I they know. will say that oh, that's the case. Yep. And so, you know, what he's doing is he's feeding into anyone that is willing to think that and listen to that. And, and he's reinforcing it by saying, you're right. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to be your savior. Yep. I'm going to protect yep. you from this mm -hmm. in any way that I can. And the best way I can do it is because, you know, these people hate the educated. They yes, just yeah. hate the educated. And so what he's going to do is he's going to punish people as much as he can. And the punishment then just turns down. It basically what it does is it, he's going to punish us by making us ignorant. Yeah, man, the, the, you're a hundred percent right. You know, the less educated people are about these particular topics, the less informed they are to make decisions you're right. about, you're right. about any of this. Yeah. The, the goal is, is to enforce and create 
a narrative of victimhood that it still holds a place of power and authority. Yeah. And they're doing a great job of that, right? If they can create this narrative of victimhood without ever ceding control to anyone, then they get both ends of the spectrum. They can, they can have both sides of that equation. Yeah. Well, we're the victims, but we're still in power. We still have all of the authority. We still have all the money. We still have all the CEOs and all the, you know, most of the Congress people and most of the, you know, we still have all the actual structural power, but we're still victims. If they can have that, they get their cake and they get it to eat it too, right? It's, it's a fucking clan-shaped cake, but they get to have it and they get to eat it too. And that's like exactly what they're trying to do. And the way to do that is to keep people ignorant. Because if you were to, if you were to teach everybody the 1619 project, yeah. if you were to teach them the truth of how policing came to be in this country, if you were to teach them like the reality of like the horrors of the reconstruction and the Jim Crow era and how long it took for any of that sort of structurally to move away after people think that after the emancipation proclamation, it was like, well, I don't know why everything's not solved. That was 200 years ago. And you're like, well, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like you're an actual fucking idiot. Yeah. Like you are, and, but, but you're not an idiot. You just are uneducated. And now the, now the lack of education is intentional. Mm -hmm. It's intentional. You're right. You're right. So we're going to wrap it up today. We want to, we want to, of course, invite you to listen to this Thursday's show, which is going to be a deep dive on a long form article about Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter from The Verge. Now, Tom reads this article aloud. We are going to post the reading of this article on our Patreon page. It's going to be free to everybody, right? So whenever this launches, is going to launch, you can go listen to it. We're going to make it go live. Uh, I think uh, the morning of the th Thursday, patrons will get it early, but the morning of Thursday, we'll make it go live for everybody. And then if you want to listen to it, you can go there and listen to Tom read that article from The Verge, or you could read the article yourself, and then you can listen on a regular podcast feed to our discussion of that on Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. And see, so that's because this month we're giving away all Just the give extras. It away. Give so it this away. month, we want to kind of give you a whole month of all of the extras. You guys can kind of get a sampling of what we're going to yeah. do. And if you find it compelling, then we would encourage you to become a patron. When, when March rolls around, patrons at the $2 level will get the, uh, the you, reading. You reading it, yeah. The reading of yeah. the deep dive article. And this is 45-minute article. It's a long It's a article. long article. This is not yeah. a short article. This is a long article. So you get a ton of audio there. And then you'll also get us talking about it afterwards. Um, and so we're going to post it on Patreon. If you, if you, if you want to go listen to it, go listen to Tom read it. Uh, and there, there's no charge. It's not going to be charged to anybody. We're going we're gonna to release it to patrons early, but everybody's going to get it on Thursday morning. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we'll catch you Thursday this week. And uh, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts. 
shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak stigmata, nonsense. Expose your sides. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.